Welcome to Raw Raw Riverdale, a Riverdale fan podcast. We keep the episodes intentionally short because we know you don't have time for nonsense. I'm Al. I'm Joe. Uh, let's get right into the episode. It's episode 104, The Last Picture Show. What do you think of this one? Man, uh, it cuts near and dear to my uh, my heart. Like I'm from the Midwest, uh, one of the last bastions of drive-in cinema. Right. Uh, I'm I'm on Team Jughead with this one. I don't want to see. Okay. I don't want to see the the drive-ins going away, especially for some kind of shady, you know, mayoral model town deal that's going down. Right. Yeah, Maybe I, if the I mayor wonder... didn't spend so much damn money on her model town, they could keep the drive-in open. Yeah, there's some kind of takeover going on. That yeah. That I'm not, I'm not sure on the exact details of, but like people are starting to buy out Riverdale. Sure, what the hell's happening? I don't know. Is it Hiram? Like this anonymous buyer that they're talking about? This has got to be Hiram, right? Yeah, he's he's I mean, he's uh, the guy with the money in Riverdale. He's he's messing with this the 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 budget. He's messing with the town. He's trying to I don't know make it a like a Potterville style slum town. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, it's disturbing. I feel like if you're trying to make a slum town, you don't remove the drive-ins. Mm. Oh. You leave the drive-ins. I'm a fit. I like I said, I, I, you know, uh, I would hate to see the when the last drive-in closes in this country. It's going to be a sad day. I did see That's an article. Fair. We can keep one. I saw an article where in I think California they're building an indoor. Whoa! What drive-in? It's and it's what like is the in purpose this, of that. It's in this big like tinted plexiglass kind of warehouse. Like like imagine a translucent aircraft hangar mm-hmm. where people drive in with their cars and it's moderately climate controlled and it's tinted so the sun doesn't fuck i mean because that's that's a real problem with um like like uh daylight savings time if it doesn't get dark till 10 o'clock and you got a yeah. triple feature that's that's you know you're in the night at four o'clock in the morning well right you tint the windows a little bit you can start that 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 show at seven Okay, but why wouldn't you just leave the cars out of the equation and so make the, a movie theater? But, but the charm of the of the drive-in is going there in your car <laughs> and using your stereo or, or using a little speaker that you hook to your window and you bring in your trash bag full of popcorn and your cooler full of beer or whatever and uh-huh. it's it's freedom, man. It's a, it's 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 freedom of the open road, only it's freedom of the field that you park in and watch a movie. <laughs> okay. You got no got no fat cat AMCs and Cinemarks charging you eight bucks for popcorn. That's true. That's true. You bring you can sneak, you can, you can sneak kids in the trunk. It's, 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 it embraces the fundamentally piratical nature <laughs> of Americans. That's true. That is true. And uh, and Jughead is nothing if he ain't a pirate. Yeah, but once they get you inside, it's that's all over, man. They're gonna have forced concessions. Oh yeah, they're gonna have. Drink limits. They're oh, yeah. going to have They're all gonna sorts have popcorn of detectors at every. Yeah, every... I say we demand outdoor drive-ins. Sma- you know, just go to an indoor drive and start smashing the windows. <laughs> For- force the conversion. Your local indoor drive-in and just start smashing windows. There's nothing easier than bringing the outdoors in to start breaking <laughs> breaking windows. All right, we should probably talk about the show. We should. Uh, let's talk about Betty versus like the love triangle that is Betty, Miss Grundy, and Archie. Uh, that got a little more complicated this episode, you know? You gotta Betty wonder... finds out what's going on. You gotta wonder how much of Betty's in, wanting to investigate Miss Grundy is uh, all about her wanting Archie for herself. Right, eliminating the competition. She doesn't want to share that six-pack. Uh-huh. And admittedly, and, and it's and gross and illegal and a lot of other problems, too, but she's trying to, she's trying to <laughs> run Miss Grundy out of town. She's gonna have to do the same to Veronica, though. The implication there is mm. Veronica's next. Mm. 
I think she I think she thinks that she can she can handle Veronica, whereas the older okay. woman with the gun. I mean, is here's a the thing: Betty's taking the lead. You know, I mean, Veronica looked like the instigator at the beginning of this show. I think Betty is more of the instigator now. Hmm. I think we're seeing Betty step up both to her mom the and dark side to of her Betty. friends. The yeah. dark side of Betty, for it to to the extent that uh, you know a bubblegum, uh, bubbly blonde can have a dark side. Yeah, I I'm I'm excited about that. It All opens right. a lot of possibilities for that character. Uh, I'm concerned with the handling of the gun here. You know, you've got uh, Betty and Betty's mom gotten their fingerprints all over the gun. Right. Um, is that ever going to? come back around and bite either of them in the 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 b-hole i mean i think it's already biting betty because her mom found the gun like betty betty what stashes this gun in a room her mom gets a hold of it you think betty wanted her mom to find that that way Uh, that way she can be like you know when her mom understandably is upset about this teacher with the gun and like she can she can she can get ran out of town and betty can be like i didn't have anything to do with it i was you know right but does she know like the the, the plausible deniability there i guess i guess i feel i feel like betty's just gonna get in trouble you're grounded you got a gun under your pillow betty you're grounded the better question is how so you got these big stakes of finding guns and busting these people that are assuming the identity of a long deceased woman, which what a bombshell that is. And also the Archie fan in me thought it was super cool that they worked in the OG Miss Grundy's identity that this this (laughs) hot young hot version of Miss Grundy has has uh, identity jacked. Yeah. I thought that was that was a super cool detail. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said. You know, I appreciate the, the nod back, but like, if you're Betty, how do you throw yourself into this relatively small stakes slut shaming expose, getting uh, all these guys kicked off the football team? If you've also got this much larger child predator, gun toning, hot mama to deal with, potential murder, like yeah, that's fair. I guess like it's like if you're a paper boy. And you're delivering papers, and that's your job. That's super cool and exciting. It's your first mm-hmm. job. But then if you're a CEO of a multinational uh, a right. company, the, are, do you still maintain your paper route? So she's got her passion project, with it, which is busting slut shamers. Yeah, I mean... That, that works. No, I mean, you put it that way. Yeah, full-time I, job, I can see, catching, sure. catching Miss Grundy for her dirty deeds. Right. Uh Part-time passion job. But you're scoring some social justice on the side with right. the with the you putting the slut shamers out of business. I'm all for it, and you know it gets them kicked off the team. So do they have to barge in on a bunch of naked dudes to do that? Though no, I mean, isn't no. that like fighting? I mean, unless the principal is in his office naked, then no, they don't have to. <laughs> you, you can't fight slut shaming or schlong shaming, can you? Uh, probably not. I mean, I mean two can. wrongs do two wrongs make a right? Sometimes. 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 Fight fire with fire. You got to fight fire with fire. Just more, more fire. That's true. Yeah, That's when true. you do that, the fire wins. Well, it certainly worked here. I mean, she accomplished her end goal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was going to say let's talk about Cheryl, but I actually don't think that Cheryl's plot this episode was really important enough to discuss in very much detail. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of skip Seems over like that. Seems like she's got a bigger, bigger things going on next week, maybe. With I, the, right, yeah, right. I don't want to spoil anything too much, but if you saw, saw the next time on. Uh, yeah, and I, I will just say there, lots like. Of mystery. I would just say to, like, remember what Jughead's true intentions are for the drive in. That will be important going forward for that plot, I imagine. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't forget about like the the, the real motivation. It's it's not all it's right. not all about keeping your job and and uh, not having the the American the, the nail in the coffin shut of the American dream. Yeah, the American dream is not. Which, what by the way, really what does Kevin have against Quentin Tarantino? Uh, I don't know. He shut down he shut down Jughead hard. He does. I feel like he might his, just be like, like I, I'm like God, Jug, Jughead's on Jughead. A, You've been talking too much about Quentin Tarantino. I'm done. That's the last time I want to hear about it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have anything personal against Tarantino. It's just like Jughead mentions it all the time. I just feel like Jughead in a rant, you just want to give him all the runway he needs to take off. Like, don't yeah. get in the way of a good Jughead rant. Yeah, people don't take him seriously enough. Yeah. And I feel like he's the one sniffing out the, the true problems in Riverdale. So we think the, the mayor's definitely dirty. She's got some dirt underneath her fingernails. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something's going on with this. Some Hiram flavored cash dirt, P- possibly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm get I'm I'm getting that 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 as well. Oh, the the one other thing that I wanted to mention here, uh, and it's probably going to be a short cast, but uh, Ar- Archie tells Betty, "If you're really my friend, you're going to let this whole thing go. You let this thing go." I feel like that's a pretty dirty trick to pull on a friend. Oh yeah. Like, essentially saying, if you try to st- give me some advice, I'm going to disown you as a friend. Yeah, no, that's always uh, the, the ultimatum. That's such bullshit. It is because it's essentially saying, unless, unless you line up with my moral judgments, then you're not my real friend. Like right. you can't love me and also do this thing. It's it's actually controlling and disagree behavior. with me, right? It's the same way. Like I always find, and I just did it myself. I always get nervous when I hear people throwing around. You always or you never. Uh-huh. Like really, I ne- especially when she's trying to help him. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she's. Telling him that he needs to go, I don't know, eat a bag of garbage that that like do something bad for him. He, she's like trying to help him. Well, here. this isn't like controversial advice. Like really fucking with the teacher, right? Like this is you know, as even Veronica is pointing out, like this is you're you're risking and and Archie she's risking jail time and the ruination of her career. Not mm-hmm. to mention whatever psychological strain this is going to have on you know. Are you going to be able to have? Uh, this this early sexualization with a, a person with much more experience and a, a position of power than you is that going to mess you up in ways you can't even fathom or right and you can see outside of pops when they they have this confrontation about it like Archie's body language is saying yeah I know this is wrong yeah I know this is wrong but he doesn't want to hear it he's right. he's too invested in this idea uh, in this relationship that he can't even define right right <laughs> he doesn't even know what it is he doesn't know what kind of future it has but he's invested he can't even so talk much. about it honestly. Right. Honestly. Right. And he shuts down the conversation by saying, if you're really my friend, you'll let this go. Right. And it's, you know, not just... So, on the I liked Betty's point. Like, even on the face of it, this seems like a bad idea. But also, mm-hmm. you've lied to law enforcement officers right. about this. So, like, yep. it's like three different layers of bad idea. Right. And, uh, you know, he, uh, uh, like you said, doesn't want, doesn't want to hear it. Doesn't but now it's all kind it. of... In the open among this friend circle, right? Yeah. Like, the only people it's not in the open to are the people who matter, like the authorities. Yeah. I think that's going to change pretty soon. Yeah. I, I mean, think... with the gun, I, I, with all the implications around Miss Grundy, I think we're going to see a big change pretty soon. Yeah. The identity, the gun, all this stuff. Right. Uh, who? So, I, 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 early on, when you started to understand, like, you know, Mrs. Grundy's dual nature here and the fact that she's, you know... Uh, not from here. She's not the real Miss Grundy. It's like I'm thinking they're like really leaning heavily on her. 
to be the killer. But then by the time the the episode finishes up, they swerve, and I never, I didn't feel like that was it's such that's so much the case. And that's becoming a running theme on this joke or this not just joke, this show. Uh, you calling the show a joke? No, I'm not. I just I, I misspoke. It's it's a running running theme on the show that like every week is a different suspect that they cast suspicion on and immediately dispel it. Mm-hmm. And I know we said this last week, but it's starting to feel like everybody, literally everybody in town is going to have their moment as suspect. Yeah. I think the only people who aren't suspect at this point, Miss Grundy and Archie, because we've the seen... The dead Miss Grundy. <laughs> okay. Maybe she's both, killed as part of cover the, the Maybe Grundies. she's involved. I don't know. No. I think both of the Grundies, because we know that they were at the beach... At the moment that we hear the gunshot that killed Yeah, but Jason, we also right? found out that the gun, that wasn't connected immediately with the death of Jason. Or at least we're led to believe that. There's Potentially. A, there's a rational explanation for it. Potentially, yeah. So I don't even I know still that don't buy it, you can yeah. clear, I don't even know you can clear that. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe uh, Archie. But we do know that they were at the beach together, right? Sure. Like, nowhere near Jason. But did, did we, we also know that Jason died like seven days after that or seven days before that or something. The timing's messed up. The beach day was not necessarily the day that he he died. Oh, okay. And right. that, you know, that, that also that Jason – now the, I guess the official story is Jason um, Jason ran away mm-hmm. the day he went missing. That He supposedly fell in the river and there was like some kind of cover-up on that and – and then he got killed in some kind of mix-up later. Like, that's, I think, the emerging story. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I can't even rule out Archie, honestly. Because, yep. like, you know, maybe that's his reaction to getting uh, side action from an older woman. As he's, like, you know, overcome by guilt and shame. He, he uh, maybe Jason found out about it and, like, tried to pull a Betty. Yeah, yeah. And there weren't any witnesses around, so he just blasted him right in the face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't shoot him. <laughs> Archie? Why? Because he hears a gunshot that we're led to believe is part of the. No, shooting. we're not. We we like I said, that was all part. Wasn't that the scout troop target practicing? Scout troop target practice. I don't remember that. Oh, I don't okay. That. I'm pretty sure that they huh. they they definitely misdirected that uh, the gunshot at some okay. point. Uh, right yeah, I'm, I'm even head. beginning to think that maybe Veronica is not immune to being a suspect either, even okay. though she wasn't in town at the time of Jason's death. I. I feel like well, right when that's also super suspicious in the first episode, she's like, "Well, it couldn't be me. I'm yeah, new yeah. here." Yeah, right. Perfect right. alibi. Yeah. I, I wasn't here when it yeah. happened, but weren't you? Yeah. We don't know that for sure. Yeah. We just know that you moved here like a week after. And if so. she's not involved, is it, and her father is, what's the odds? You know, because he's doing these 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 these, these skulky things and uh-huh. got the drug the, the 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 drug duffel bags of money and everything. What's the odds that she doesn't know anything as his daughter? Right. Yeah, she or seems... if you want to be a little bit more like, what's the odds that, um, uh, uh, oh shit, what what's uh, Veronica's mother's name? Hi, Roby. I don't remember. Hiram, Hir- Miriam, Hiram. Um, it's uh, Hermione, like the okay. Harry Potter. What's the yeah. odds that Hermione doesn't know? So, so I feel like they're if if Hiram's implicated, that there's a good chance that these guys are going to be as well. Yeah. So, uh, what else we want to talk about? Because I've got uh, a, a good amount of feedback. Uh, I think that's about it. Let's do feedback. Uh, if you want to send us feedback, you can do so at rawrawriverdale at gmail dot com. Also, uh, you know, we talked about uh, getting a, a, a ton of reviews and people really digging our podcast. What What are we up to now? Uh, well, yesterday when I checked, we were up to fifty eight perfect Fif- five star. Wow. Reviews. 
Wow. Yeah, I'm blown away. Like, I did not expect this much support, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I wasn't even sure 58 people would listen to the podcast, let alone be motivated to go and uh, give us the five-star treatment. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, considering, like, I think the other biggest Riverdale podcast at the moment has, like, 28? Yeah. So, I mean, people must be really flocking to our show and enjoying it. Now we're up to 60, so... Well, all our hard work and diligence is paying off. Oh, wait, we do have a one-star review. What? Yeah, we got our first... We got our first one star. I don't know how I feel about this. It's, it's a real shame. Uh, I'm not going to read that one, though, because, you know, one star reviews aren't useful for us. Really? Uh, I'm going to read a five star review, the latest one we got in. It says, great podcast for this show. Uh, Fern R. Lee says, these guys are on point, loving the breakdown for each episode, mixed with some great humor. Al and Joe have great chemistry. Keep it up. Huh. We got a little so bit thanks, of uh, the, the, a spoiler for the feedback. We got a little bit of mixed mixed review there, too. Some, some, uh, some people giving we? us some, some notes, which I, I oh. appreciate. You know, that's yeah, how you yeah. get better, right? Right. Uh, okay, shall, so shall we get into the feedback? Let's do it. Uh, Nitsen S. says, Since Sabrina the Teenage Witch is set in the Archie universe in the comics, she lives, of course, in Riverdale before moving a town over when she gets a spinoff. Do you think she'll make an appearance? I have a feeling we'll see her, hopefully so that she'll have a seance, seance with the gang to ask Jason about his own murder. I think that'd be pretty oh. cool. Yeah, it would. Well, plus, like... I mean, I didn't want to say it like this is a slight spoiler for next week, but if you've seen the next time ons, um, there's some interesting stuff with Cheryl walking around in kind of witchy looking gear. Yeah, maybe she doing definitely... some kind of co- like some kind of uh, coven crossover type of stuff. Yeah, maybe they're gonna roll Cheryl into Sabrina. We're gonna oh, find out Cheryl, Cheryl's middle yeah. name, Sabrina. That'd be a nice little wink. Uh-huh. And she's doing some some war- some witch and warlock stuff. Maybe yeah. that's why Jason died. I mean, like I said in the preview cast, you know, that Sabrina is definitely my favorite character. So yeah. if they could bring her into the series, uh, man, that'd be would, awesome. Would you feel cheated if she got rolled into Cheryl, or would you feel like that's a good enough homage for your fandom? Oh, I'd be fine with that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, that, that, um, to the extent that they can bring in some of that weird Archie tales, some of the Archie afterlife, you know, that's, that's, that's your whole connection to mm-hmm. the series. I think that would be super cool. Uh, Amy McEl, Alan Joe, as someone who's a radio producer, I can say the two of you are more talented and better chemistry than 85% of the on-air talent I've ever worked with. Wow. Damn. I've tried to make a podcast with a few of my girlfriends about shows we love or for like The Bachelor and Real Housewives, but even with 35 episodes under our belt and recording in a studio, our product was far inferior to yours. Production quality of your podcast is also done at a very professional level. I, I wish we had a studio. I am flattered. Yeah, we're just doing this amazing. Out of spare bedroom. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could probably get some like real microphones and stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, well, free make t- it sound one even thing better. we did is like free tip for people that want to make it sound a little better is we got a bunch of those foam like eggshell mar- egg, egg carton mattresses, mattresses from like yeah. Walmart. You can get them for like fifteen bucks for full size. Mm-hmm. Tack those up on a wall or two and unplug world of difference. Unplug your fridge. Like if you have like really sensitive mics, unplug your fridge while you're recording the yeah, podcast. Or just record like 30 seconds. Cuz it will at, pick that up. Record, You'd be surprised. Record 30 seconds of dead air uh-huh. and listen to it and see like can you hear your air conditioner? Can you hear a refrigerator? Can you hear the dog, you know, licking itself in the next room? Those are the kind of things right. like you either need to turn that mic down or figure out how to deaden those out. And I think you know half the reason we sound so good is because I do have a little bit of experience. Like I went to school for media. Uh, I have a little bit ex- of experience with audio recording. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of have a leg up. I, I don't say like, oh, you suck if you don't sound great. Right. Because like everybody starts somewhere. Content's I, king. But yeah, you also, 
right content is king but you also need decent audio quality if you're gonna ask someone to listen to you for an hour all right. Well, Amy's about to turn the corner on us. So oh boy! Never ready. mind. Stop. <laughs> stop reading right there. No, it was all she, good. she says, "I want you to know that I'm not a hater and I respect your talent completely, but your Ugh. content, seeing how it's king, what needs some work. I know accepting notes is difficult, but you should strongly consider DVRing each episode and then watching it a few times. It's strange that you two guys who have such great production value seem to struggle with basic facts of the show. A Wikipedia article for the show could also help with basic any names facts. and families." Uh, I think you two are great, and if it's any are help, there, are there any examples cited? Because yeah, like I mean, I know people got down us on the names. But I think I feel like we got the names mostly under control now. Yes, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, we're struggling. Look, it's our first podcast. We're struggling with understanding how to do this, but like, and if I don't you know. if you know us in real life, you know we struggle with names. Like, I struggle with calling you. Your, sometimes I've I've called you Jim. I don't know where that comes from. Well, it used to be a nickname of mine a long time ago, but yeah. I don't know if I picked up on that psychically or what, but like, I yeah, so. that's like I, you know, some people are face and name blind. I have terrible problems with. Uh, uh, I'm like that guy who writes uh, the uh, uh, the uh, what, what is the the meatball? That's no, not the meatloaf. The meat, the loaf. Yeah, that cartoon on the internet. He's always talking about him being like name blind. I just have a problem with with uh-huh. coming of names. So it's like even I guess you could write it down, but it'd, be, it'd sound a lot more stilted. It wouldn't right. be you know I wouldn't be able to just like you know recall stuff off the top of my head. But other than the thing. names, I think we're getting it kind of tightened up. Yeah, you know, there's a conversation between friends, right? Like yeah, friends are going to get some details wrong. Like right. it's just going to happen. Right. So. But it's you know it's a new show. We're just getting settled in, and yeah. you know uh, it's, it's different from the Archie stuff that we love. Uh, but but we'll, we'll I take take your note under advisement. We'll 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 try to tighten up. Continue to sure. tighten up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you two are great, and if it's any help, I work with podcasters who rent studio time at my station. You guys have mentioned monetization and getting that uh, me undies money. My opinion would be that you should consider getting involved in the Amazon affiliate program. I spread my click-through points among a few podcasts and would love to help you out. Can we get some of the Amazon money? Probably. I mean, a lot of podcasts We need to look it. into the whole Amazon affiliate, because I know a lot, well, yeah, a lot of them podcasts I listen to, yeah, do the Amazon Support us stuff. on Amazon. Everybody shops on Amazon. It's right. like a great idea. Yeah, and they'll do like specific shout outs during the show saying, Hey, it really helps us out if you go to Amazon using our link or whatever. Yeah, we'll check that out. Uh but thank you for uh the compliments and the uh the critique, Amy. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Ashley F. Uh, continuing to love your podcast. Congrats on your number one rating. You two deserve it. Thank you. And the first episode you mentioned something about how the cast is probably filled with the usual twenty somethings. While that is true for the most part, the actors tend to be on the younger side of twenty, with Archie's actor, KJ Appa. Being one of the youngest at 19. Hmm. Also, be careful about spoilers. There's a lot of pretty big leaks about future episodes out there. Uh, boy, don't I know it. I was on the Reddit sub, and I can't believe I mean, people were discussing like open spoilers and things. I had to like you know oh. shut that stuff down because I don't want to ruin the show for me. Yeah, I don't, really don't want to do know that. too much. I kind of I'm just like I'm a I'm a fan. You yeah, know? like anybody listening to this podcast, I'm not going out doing all the research and like trying to get all my facts exactly right i'm just trying to have a good conversation about the show yeah so uh i i was shocked i i would have said that like archie is like in his mid-20s yeah this kj uh, but he's got uh, he's got good genetics Mm -hmm. i don't know is it good genetics if you're looking 19 when you're 25 i mm, it's not bad genetics yeah i guess that's gonna be good when you're 40 Right, you, you, you want you, 38. Yeah, you want <laughs> you want to aim for still getting carded when you're forty. I think. Uh-huh. Um, 
Moving on, Adam S. I think Miss Grundy's catching way too much flack in this show. Controversial opinion alert. I think so. First, if the actor K.J. Appa moved to Riverdale and became a construction worker, I think, of course, it'd be natural for he and Mrs. Grundy to have a fling if she saw him walking home. <laughs> sure, the actor's 19 years old, but even if he was 16, that's still the age of consent in New Zealand where he's from. All right. Secondly... It doesn't wait, matter wait. where you're from. <laughs> Secondly, she wasn't his teacher until he extorted her into doing a before-school independent study and promised he wouldn't let his abs take advantage of her again. Well, that lasted all two weeks. Naughty, naughty. Okay. <laughs> I want to give people free life advice. If a 15-year-old mm-hmm. of the school that you teach at comes up with an indecent proposal, no matter how hot they are, mm-hmm. you should not take them up on it mm-hmm. because you would be the adult taking advantage of a minor, uh-huh. regardless of who is quote-unquote coming on to whom. Regardless of age of consent and the land they come from. <laughs> no matter how juicy the child looks... They can. They. They. No matter they, how sweet the juice, don't eat the berry. That's. It's just like it's. That's your job. Like you know, you can also steal candy from babies, right? Because they have no defense against that. That doesn't make you a good person for doing so. True. That's not an opportunity. It's you taking advantage. That's my advice for people that would be find themselves in these situations and don't want to end up in jail, or fucking up a person for the rest of their life. Um. He continues, I'm worried for Ethel. She was in the playbook a whole bunch of times. I imagine she'll catch the blowback from the guys getting kicked off the football team. Part of me Mm -hmm. even thinks she might have been involved in killing Jason. Whoa, I do agree with you there, Adam. I think that uh, I did not like to see Ethel uh, that many times in the playbook, and she does seem like people are going to pick on her and maybe scapegoat her a little bit. Yeah, I I think Ethel's not going to have a smooth ride of it, sure. I mean. She's getting caught up in a lot of shit that, you know, whether she deserves it or not, is probably going to cause problems for her. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Hugh Gallen of the Hungry Dads podcast. We're getting a lot of uh, fellow podcasters uh, talking to us here. Mm -hmm. I enjoy your podcast analysis. For having no prior podcasting experience, you two have a great flow. Oh, man, I I appreciate it. I'm going to skip ahead of this. Uh, I do appreciate the praise. Let's get right to the point. Uh, I enjoy most of the remix characterizations they're doing on the show, but Jughead has only mentioned burgers one time, Mm. and he's almost never shown eating. Jughead is one of the great eaters of all comics, along with Garfield, Dagwood, Bumstead, and, of course, Galactus. He is supposed to be one of the hungriest dudes in all fiction, and CW is missing this core part of Jughead's character. Yeah, it'd be like doing Popeye with wimpy never asking for burgers or the popeye just askew spinach never right. touches the stuff yeah. i just eat meat how could you do that pack my pipe full of meat is what popeye says <laughs> that's got some connotations does uh-huh. it pipe, you know. pipe full of meat pipe full of meat yep uh so the other thing is like i can't notice that he, this guy's from the hungry dad's podcast you think he's a single issue podcaster oh okay i mean it makes a lot of sense that he would be the one to bring this up yeah sure uh, I mean, but, I think but he's right. I always think it's hilarious when you have like super skinny fit people and they just eat anything they want. Uh-huh. And like, I, I always think that's a funny, like, you know, they're the bottomless pit. Right. So I could definitely go for uh, it's that metabolism. You know, if he wants to be the Galactus of uh, hamburgers, then then go for it. I say if you got the metabolism, use it. And yeah. Jughead needs, oh, Jughead is doing a disservice to people without the it's metabolism. It's unlikely you're going to get out of your 20s with that metabol- metabolism intact. So eat all, they'll eat the fried sticks of butter. And I think it's an offense Paula to people who can't do it if eat you Paula don't Dean. do it. You need to take advantage of the opportunities you're given or 
the people who aren't given those opportunities have a right to be angry at you. Indeed. So eat on, Jughead. Yeah. Angela. Oh, I'm sorry. Angela. She gave me some pronunciation notes. Uh, hey, guys. I love that you're covering the show. Do you have any plans to do more podcasts in the future? My husband and I love your dynamic and would love to hear you cover some of the other faves. You you, you, you need to tell faves? us what your faves are, Angela. Yeah. Are you like a C-Dub? Because I can see, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff on the C-Dub. Maybe we can uh, make C-Dub our niche. Also, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of sci-fi shows. I'm kind of into science fiction as well. Think we could do some damage there? Uh, maybe. I mean, we haven't really talked about like you know what to do after Riverdale. We still got what first things six first. Weeks oh on yeah. That, so the the season's young. And yeah. So is Archie. Too young, Mrs. Grundy. <laughs> right. Mrs. Grundy is eyeing this season. Yeah. Voraciously. Just check. She's she's lowering her glasses and checking out the abs on this season. It's yep. creepy, Miss Grundy. She's got a hand keep, on her gun. Keep moving on. Right. Uh, but yeah, we haven't really talked about what we're doing. But yeah, I think you know. We've seen pretty good success. Like, I'm super encouraged by the reviews that we've gotten on iTunes. Like, oh, yeah. Makes me feel pretty good about what we're doing. So I think maybe in the future we will have something more. All right. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on who the real killer of Jason is. Did Cheryl kill him? Did each resident of Riverdale take oh, turns man. inflicting pain on his body as it floated down the river for a week until he finally <laughs> died? This seems it's more and more plausible. Crazy. Uh, she, Angela, runs down the suspect so far. Miss Grundy and her mysterious past and fake name, not to mention of her taking advantage of young men. Uh, Cheryl, who helped her brother, quote-unquote, run away. Betty, who's developing a dissociative personality disorder with, with where her sister takes over her body and mind to inflict revenge upon people such as Chuck. Betty's mom, who's absolute worst and hates the Blossoms for reasons, I guess. And Veronica and Hermione Lodge, back to their hometown, but for how long were they really away? Right. Also, Pop from the Chocolate Shop. We need to know more about his this central character. He may be the canary in the coal mine. What? what? I mean, we haven't ruled Pop out yet. But canary in the coal mine, I feel like that means he's going to die. Right. So how can in order be a that suspect? others might live. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not yeah. sure that I get the metaphor here. I'm not sure I do either. But, I mean, the, the core question there, you know. He's going to die of the chocolate lung. <laughs> who, who do we think did it? Works I, over to hot fudge vats all day, and it just that the collective you fudge. You breathe that in for a long You enough. breathe fudge in. Yeah. You can't breathe fudge in. It's not like the, the, the fluid in the abyss, man. No. You try to breathe hot fudge, you're going to die. That's, that's how I live my life. Certainly. <laughs> just just inhaling hot fudge? No, I live on that mantra. Oh, yeah, don't like, inhale hot fudge. Yeah. Always not be inhaling hot fudge. But I think the core question, like, who who committed the murder? The central murder mystery of Oh, Angela's not done. Uh, not done? Okay. She's still breaking it down. Hiram <laughs> slash Fred. Definitely same guy, potentially a murderer. I think she. I, I, I think she's making sport of us here, here Al. Hiram slash Fred? Yeah. Uh, Boy Scout yeah. leader shooting guns for fun suspicious principal weatherby seems a little too eager to solve this murder shouldn't the police be handling themselves see like the principal from life is strange like the california raisin yeah 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 he's a little little too in it to win it maybe right. a bit of a cover-up here hell a cover-up is it going to be like uh like a, it's like a season of the true detective where there's like some kind of <laughs> underground like like maybe miss grundy's the tip of the child exploitation iceberg I haven't seen that show. I don't Going to ram right into the Titanic that is Riverdale. Right. Uh, you haven't seen True Detective? Uh-uh. Oh, man. No, nah, it was... 
don't this know. first season's okay, but the dumb. second season the second season was where it really kicked into high gear. Oh really? Oh yeah. Uh, Esther slash Ethel from Stranger Things. She did introduce Jason to, or did she introduce Jason to the Upside Down? Um, oh, I think so. I would love to see a Stranger Things Archie crossover. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like to see a crazy mom off between uh, Betty's mom and uh, uh, shoot, what's the other guy? What? Uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. She yeah, plays. whatever character. Yeah. And then get get her mind like a three way mom off. All right. Uh, or Miss Blossom, throw her in there too. Uh, okay. I think the most likely culprit, and I don't have a specific for you here, is the anonymous buyer. I think the anonymous buyer who's trying to buy out the town must have figured out that Jason somehow was in the way of of their plans and decided to off him. And that's got to be Hiram because everybody else in this town so. seems like they are... Losing money, losing right. their position, things are getting small. He's still throwing around bags of cash. Yeah, and the fact that we we know of Hiram and uh, we know that he's got money, and they have never shown him like he still remains anonymous. Yeah, I think that's important. I think that's a clue. Right. Yeah. I. I so yeah, I, I guess at this point, I think it's Hiram. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right about that uh, there, Al. Uh, so if you'd like to send us in. Uh, Positive feedback, negative feedback, tips, pointers, uh, corrections, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ra Riverdale at gmail.com. Again, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, we're still trying to hit yeah. n- new and notable because that's when I think uh, the podcasts really take off. That's what I hear. Yeah. I hear in all the podcast groups. Something you got you to gotta chase after. So mm-hmm. uh, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next week with the next episode. Until then, I am Joe. And I'm Al. Have a good weekend.